military in Sabrata and the eastern government has fought IS in Benghazi. However, the two governments also dislike each other. So while they're fighting IS, they also fight one another. Um, and I think it's this civil war that the Western powers feel is getting in the way of a joint campaign against IS. And presumably it's also getting in the way of a unified government asking whoever, uh, the United States, Britain, France, Italy, to join the fight against IS. Yeah, the outside powers want the two existing governments to form a united government and then invite foreign forces to come in and help tackle IS. But so far, the two governments won't do it, not because they like IS, but because they also fear each other. And, and this is the major roadblock. There is military intervention in the works. There are special forces on the ground. There are air units ready. But all of it's waiting for this, for this unity government to be formed. How much would that change the equation, though? Because uh, you began this interview by talking about this American airstrike, which, uh, first of all, killed IS fighters, flushed others out. There is military action then against IS in Libya. Yes, and some military people will say a unity government really doesn't matter so much. Um, uh, uh, you know, they've fought and more or less defeated IS in Sabrata and Benghazi, and perhaps they could do the same in CERT. Um, they wouldn't necessarily have to be the two governments to be united. One government could push in from the east and one could push in from the west. And it may actually come to that. It may be that there will be military operations even with two separate governments. Chris Stephen, The Guardian's Libya correspondent. It was almost three months ago that the United Nations brokered a deal signed by representatives from the rival parliaments for a government of national accord, as it was called. But since then, there's been little sign of accord in the nation. Given that, what are the options for outside intervention against the jihadists of IS in Libya? Indeed, what's the appetite for such intervention? David Mack is a former U.S. Deputy Assistant Secretary of State for Near East Affairs. As you suggested in your interview with uh, Chris Steven, the various feuding Libyan militias are, all of them in their ways, opposed to Daesh and are fighting it. But given their opposition to one another, their efforts have not been very effective so far. And I guess, forgive me for interrupting, that's the key question. I mean, how far do they hate each other more than IS? Well, they have to be aware that um, the fact that they're feuding among themselves gives an opening to the infiltration into Libya and into its ungoverned spaces specifically by people who want to join this so-called Islamic State. That's why we've been so strongly in support of the efforts of the United Nations, uh, and we, the United States, and our European allies, but also our Arab allies. I think it's very important for the Libyans to understand that although they certainly do not want to see unilateral military action by foreign forces without their invitation, when something affects the security of one of their neighbors or when it affects countries in Europe, the likelihood of a unilateral response can grow quite rapidly and can take place in a way that... Um, that they would much prefer not to happen. And what do you think the scope of that unilateral response, if it came to that, would be? I mean, we're, we're getting reports, obviously it's terribly difficult to confirm, but you hear about military assets, as they're referred to. In other words, materiel uh, men being lined up from Western armies close to the Libyan border, ready to go in and attempt to do some damage against Islamic State fighters. Um, if there were a request for an intervention, what do you think it would be? Well, the United States and other governments uh, 
uh, friendly to us that are part of this international coalition and very concerned about what happens in Libya have on occasion taken what I would call ad hoc uh, unilateral action when they felt there was a very urgent emerging situation. And I think it has to be understood by the Libyans that this is exactly the kind of treatment of Libyan sovereignty that they would prefer not to see over the long term. In a sense, it would be to treat Libya the way we have treated Somalia over the past decade, roughly, where either the Organization of African Unity or foreign governments or Kenya have intervened unilaterally. But to a certain extent, they have to understand that governments will look after their sovereign national interests and that if Libya is not prepared to be a partner in efforts to contain and suppress and eventually eliminate Daesh from Libyan territory,